Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. This is our last moon episode 2020, bitch. Last moon episode It's not it. entirely true. Obviously, there's other phases that we want to honor, like the waning gibbous and the waning crescent. But let's no, be real. After this one, the moon goes away completely for a couple days. <laughs> and then it comes back. It comes back in comes Capricorn. Back. That's right. That's right. And we'll deal with that when we get there because exactly. that's a lot. People, you can't see this, but Julie has two dogs in her lap and they are adorable. There is Winky. Do we know Winky's sun, moon, and rising? Oh, okay. Winky was born in June. Such a Gemini bitch. Right? She's yeah. so Gemini. Yeah. Truly. Don't know the moon and the rising. And then Bosco. I want to say Bosco's a Libra. This lover boy. You've got the Venusians in the house. It's full moon, bitch. Space cord, space cord. We invite you to join us on this voyage of exploration. As two astrology enthusiasts discuss the full moon in Cancer. I've been feeling so at peace about so many things that normally would give me just like red flag anxiety, you know? Mm. It's been talking about <clears throat> conjunct again. We got to get into it. It's been really good for me because, like, I've been feeling like this year, especially, uh, well, I guess starting at September last year when my friend was telling me about all the crazy astrology that was happening this year, but. Mm. I really remember feeling when I got the ticket to come home, like feeling just peace. And I was just like, this is weird. It was weird. It stood out to me because I hadn't felt real peace in so long that I was like, oh, this is what this feels like. That's right. Like I felt so much peace in coming home that it was like, whatever happens, like if the rules change or if all this shit goes fucking crazy, like I'm just so happy that I'm with my family. Like I just made so much peace with everything, you know? We would like to introduce you to a bitch that is literally holding a bitch in her lap as we record this episode. Julie. Leo Sun. Scorpio Moon. Sagittarius Rising. It was so good. And then like since then, it's like the whole day that I was supposed to leave, things were just like seeming like they were falling apart for a second and then everything would work out and it would fall mm. apart for a second and everything would work out. And it was just like everything that worked out was like in line for the next thing to work out. <clears throat> it was so cool. I felt like leading up to the conjunction, it almost felt like, you know, we're all just looking for peace. So we're willing to take whatever it is that mm. makes us feel that way. But then I felt like when I actually felt that real peace, it was like, oh, okay, this is the difference between like looking for peace and peace finding you. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it being real and versus you being like, okay, let's just make it up so we feel better in the moment. But right. since then things have felt really like, okay, this is good. This is yeah, good. You know? Yeah, yeah. It was really wonderful being with my family. I just felt like it was such a recalibration. I was able to really sift through a lot of tangled emotions and ideas and all these things and really kind of just be more present. I was able to be like super present with my family, which then like just kind of allowed those things to kind of fall by the side. And then it was like very clear of like, okay, going back home and this is what I'm going to do. 
and this is what I'm about, and this is what I'm moving forward towards. We would like to introduce you to a bitch that is super excited to be living 15 miles away from Volcano. Rachel. Cancer Sun. Cancer Moon. Gemini Rising. And then it's been just a spiral coming back. But I loved, it was so nice coming back to the islands too. It was just like, ah, I do really, really, really love Hawaii so much. Starting in the Capricorn new moon. Mm -hmm. I mean, cosmic cooking is going to start happening. I've got a bunch of books. I'm in the classroom. I'm, I'm brewing together some pieces. Yeah, I need to put my curriculum together is basically where I'm at. But Capricorn New Moon, yeah, I'm going to like, we're going to be like a radio show. That's the approach that we're going to start taking. Oh, that's so exciting, dude. I can't, I really cannot wait. I'm so stoked. I'm stoked about cosmic cooking. I have a book too. It's called Linda, I think it's Linda Goodman's Relationship Signs. I know about that book. Okay, sweet. And do you know about the book? Is that the nodes? Does it go over the nodes pretty specifically? It goes over everything, dude. It goes over like how everything with everything like okay if like sun square pluto means this and like oh, sun square cool. pluto in this house means nice. This. Yeah. nice yeah 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 it's awesome okay. it's a really big book and then you can like fill in the blank with now i hear you heard that getting... yeah i don't know winks. what's going on go check it out winks go winky <laughs> go help my parents Winky. you're like what go. you're gonna you're gonna touch my you belly you gonna what? you gonna pet me what's the leg like me yeah so anyways didn't pack the book but yeah so I didn't pack the book. But when I get home, I have to quarantine. So I'll be, I'll be all of the shit. Okay. So we, I don't know. I got to look at my calendar. Cause I got to, I'll, epi- I'll, I've got this episode and an archetype episode. And then I still have this other episode that I've been sitting on. Fuck. I've got four mm-hmm. episodes that are kind of in my queue. So that kind of oh, eats God. up my astrology curriculum time. Um, mm-hmm. But after those four, I should be chill for a minute or so. And then I can kind of dive deeper into some of these things. The couch surfer that's staying with me is an astrology bitch. So that's good. It's like another reference point. How long is she staying? Well, she has a big crush on me and I think wants to stay forever. I mean, I'm down for her staying around. Um, and I think she's great. Thank she's you. super flattering me all the time, which is really nice. Who doesn't love some good flattery? It's really nice to have her around. She's my age, which is refreshing because I live with young bloods. And she gets along with the housemates. Housemates get along with her. Like, she's a great first guest. Like, this is our first official guest that we're hosting, which is great. Oh, nice. Moon things only. So everything that I've been reading and looking into has just been like talking about how positive this final moon of 2020 is. You know, I think 2021 is going to be hopefully not equally as tumultuous, but it will be somewhat tumultuous. Uh, We are still in the midst of figuring out what life is going to be like going forward. So the beginning of such an arbitrary segment of time as the new year is not going to make these things go away but we are what seems to be like to put a mark on it like halfway through it right which is so nice Mm -hmm. so i mean they might get a little bit easier they might get a little bit harder but either way now we've kind of seen what we're made of you know this year and Mm -hmm. what we've seen what we can handle we've seen how strong our minds are how we work through it's shown us who we are you know and i I hope most of us are happy with that true colors exactly and for the ones of us that aren't really happy with that you know like 
I hope that they've seen that we can change that if we're not happy with it. You know, we're going through several pretty big shifts. The Great Conjunction, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Glad Amazing. we got to do that. I've got to get in the sky. I'm going bonkers. It's it's Dude. right directly above the red clouds of the lava that is flowing and erupted on the conjunction solstice day. Uh, it's been really cool being like, oh, okay, there's Jupiter and there's Saturn. Oh, look at them. They're closer. Oh, look, they're almost touching. Like, it's been mm-hmm. so cool, you know, mm-hmm. seeing how close they are and pretending that they would eventually become one giant, you know, planet because like, they're mm-hmm. that close or something. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. would orbit around each other instead of around the sun and it would throw everything out of whack. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah. It'd be like the Bermuda Triangle, but in space. Yeah, so that, like, Jupiter and Saturn, like, they operate on a 20-year cycle. So did we talk about that in Space Corner? Did you talk about that with anybody? Um, No, very briefly, but I feel like there's so much being inundated in any social medias and all the things. If you have any specific questions, call the space line. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> just look up. It's really awesome. I don't know if you can still see it. I It's been raining here on Big Island, so mm-hmm. I, I only still see it, it twice. But it's really fucking amazing. And I definitely feel that conjunction. I mean, I feel that power. Yeah. I fucking feel super empowered. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm taking charge. I'm like, I'm a bulldozer right now. So I've, I've become a transformer bulldozer is basically what's happening. Yeah. So if you want, I can read this little, this little quip I found about it. Just kind of sum it up really quickly. Jupiter brings optimism and growth and Saturn delivers structure and dedication to get the job done. This energy is potent and quite auspicious to start a new cycle for yourself. Saturn will offer Jupiter the discipline to see matters through to the end, while Jupiter will, will remind Saturn that it's okay to embrace joy along the way. That's exactly what you just described. That's how, kind of how, what I described when I was talking about the peace that I've been feeling mm-hmm. without realizing that that's really what it was about, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that maybe this in like conjunction with it being like the holiday season, you know, how everybody gets so much nicer around the holidays, mm-hmm. you know, and happier, like people can just kind of like breathe again. It's like this ounce of normalcy almost that we feel like we haven't had in so long, you know? And Mm-mm. I feel like this energy, if we keep our sights set on this energy, I feel like it's going to take us through 2021 with a lot more ease mm. than we were expecting to go through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Fun fact for you guys, if you want to find out where this is mostly, most likely going to affect you, find where zero degrees is in Aquarius in your birth chart. And that's mm. probably the area of your life that's ready for that reset. Mine is in the first house, right? Which deals with the self. Mm-hmm. This deals with so and I'm a Scorpio moon and I'm ready for my rebirth. This is this is my time to like totally rebirth myself. Myself Face the flame. Yes, I am the Phoenix. You is the Phoenix. Ka-ka. So <laughs> find out where it is in your chart. Call the space line. Yeah. Let us let us look <laughs> at your chart for you and find the zero. I'm gonna do it oh, right now. Yes. As, oh, that'd be so much fun. Guys, call call the space line or email, right? Do you do email on this thing? Sure do. Spacecourtuniversity at gmail.com. Because guess what? We're going to cosmic class, bitches. Where's your Aquarius? Okay, zero Aquarius is in my, yeah, it's in my ninth house. And ninth house is, fuck, I wish I had my notes. In ninth house is basically Sagittarius. So ninth house is my, it's my like, oh, yes. it's my dreams. It's my visions. It's my um, philosophies. It's my learning. Fuck, man. It's my learning. I'm fucking learning astrology in my house of learning. 
Yeah, dude, that's so sick. This is perfect. This is like the perfect time for that. So like if cosmic cooking mm. had a perfect time to come up, it's right fucking now. It's well, right and- after this fucking conjunction. Wow, bitch. And that's exactly yeah. how it goes. We've been calling that out. This is yeah. going to get real good. Yeah, it is. For everybody listening, like you probably have an area of your life where you're like, I want to do this better. I want to do this. I want to mm. start new in this area. I definitely don't do New Year's resolutions. Some people do. And maybe that's like where you will start to see your New Year's resolution stuff come up, you know, Mm-mm. but pay attention to your New Year's resolutions and kind of see where, you know, your focus is and see where it lines up with your zero and Aquarius and see if maybe that says something to you mm-hmm. and call this baseline. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. This full moon in cancer. Okay. So the really cool thing about this full moon in cancer is that it's actually kind of in Gemini. It's like in line with this star, like Al- Alia, Alea, A-L-H-E-N-A, Alena. Cue the Alia song. It's been a long time. Oh, without a beat deep to step two, step two. Exactly. So I think it's I think it's actually Elena. A-L-H-E-N-A. So undo that. That star is actually on like the left foot of one of them, which is in Gemini, and that's what's in line with the moon. So this mm-hmm. cancer is somehow both. I think it has something to do with like the uh, procession. You know, the processional tilt of the earth. I don't really know. The equinoxes, which is having to do with like the alignment of the constellations. This is like Vedic versus Western. This is, this is a thing folks, but don't have fear because whatever resonates with you is fine. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Period. If you really Um, need to know, then guess what? Don't call the space line for that specific information. We don't know. Don't call us. (laughs) Put the phone down. Okay. Um, the moon will harmonize with Uranus in Taurus, which will Mm. invite change, but in a peaceful manner. So going forward, this is going to be like really peaceful shifting in the form of like self-care, you know, Mm, 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 mm. and like making yourself a priority and Mm. being kind to each other and to yourself. And it's, it's good. It's a lot more relaxed. Mm, which is mm. so nice. Beyond that, I honestly, I don't really have all that much information. I have more information about like certain shifts after, but nothing, not a whole lot to do with the actual full moon itself. Yeah. You know, I think that's enough. We don't need to go bonkers about stuff. I think the big thing is those messages that you would maybe have people reflect on as they close out Mm -hmm. 2020 and maybe (laughs) anything that comes up for you with regards to laying down some foundational pieces moving into 2021. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really important for people to take a peek at their chart, you know, like Mm -hmm. as much as you may be feeling like for me personally, I've been feeling the call to nonviolent communication, astrology, and gift economy. And that's where my focus is is shifting towards. And mm-hmm. to look up my chart and find out that it is in fact in my ninth house. So my learning, my house of learning is ignited. That to me is such a sweet affirmation and empowers me and encourages me more to continue in those pursuits that already fired up in me. So one, I think it could help bring that same affirmation to your life or two, it could illuminate some areas to consider of like, oh, it's in my house of communication or it's in my house of family or it's in my house of work and career, you know, like these, these are all tools that we would hope 
bring and illuminate your life to enrich it more. That's the aim of the game, bitches. So call the space line now. (laughs) (laughs) Right now. (laughs) Unless you want some information we don't have, then don't call it. Don't call us about the procession of the equinoxes. Not yet. Too soon. Oh man, maybe next year in cosmic cooking. <laughs> yeah. Co- we have to work on our jingle, first of all. Yeah, we do. The cosmic cooking jingle is like I think our number one project, first and foremost. I think you're right. I mean, I'm just thinking like a little quick ditty. If you can get the music together, I can start brainstorming like the actual criteria. But I think our okay. first cosmic cooking is gonna be very Capricorn. And if we're doing cooking, we can literally cook. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just, you know, meals, we're going to make rice pilaf or some shit, but we're going to use the ingredients that happen in cosmic cooking to see if it's actually going to be delicious. And we've talked about this before a little bit. The houses are the where. So like if you're on stage, right, if it's like a scene, it's all pitch black. And then all of a sudden, boom, spotlight. What do you see in the background? It's the ninth house. So the ninth house has like a map of the world because it's like the traveler. The ninth house is like, it's got a stack of books because it's all about learning, right? And philosophy. So like that's the background of this stage. And then all of a sudden the character comes on and the character is the archer because that's Sagittarius, right? But I guess we're in Capricorn. So it would be better to do a a goat. So a goat comes on stage, right? A sea goat, because that's the constellation. So that's the who and the what. And then like the planet, say it's a Venus Capricorn. It's going to be a very Venusian Capricorn as opposed to like a Mars Capricorn. Mars Capricorn would be holding a script and be like more fiery, whereas a Venus Capricorn is going to be actually very uncomfortable. Really sexy. Well, yes, but Venus does not like being in Capricorn. It's like very uncomfortable. So you have to actually like play with the alchemy. So I'm taking this entire scene that I'm like building my knowledge around the house, planets, and zodiacs with but i'm transferring it over to cooking so so now the scene would be like this okay what is the house let's say it's the ninth house right sagittarius maybe Mm -hmm. as a meal like the ninth house is like a type of cuisine maybe it's mediterranean you know like the ninth house is mediterranean foods whereas the tenth house would be like american food like burgers and like very capitalistic, you know what I mean? So you have the the house, which would be like the cuisine, and then you have the actual meal, which is like a hamburger would be like the sea goat. You know, it's like a, it's a hamburger in the shape of a sea goat, you know, and then you have to figure like, okay, so if it's a Venus Capricorn, like this hamburger has like melted cheese and like onion, you know what I'm saying? Like in my brain, this, this might be how the cosmic cooking goes, but I don't know. Because maybe that's too complex. Maybe it does need to be specific to a dish. Like, okay, if the dish is the house, like if a hamburger is the ninth house, then the meat is the cap. You know, like how do we break down and do we use goat meat? (laughs) We could use use fresh goat meat. Right. And we'll put a bikini on it. Exactly. And (laughs) exactly. But if we're actually cooking, that's where it comes in like, okay, so maybe if it's mercury, we cook really fast. And it's like, you only have, you know, yeah, cutthroat shop. It's a mercury and Capricorn. (laughs) Whereas the other one is like, it's barbecue. It's marinating for like 20 hours because it's Saturn, you know, and that takes a long time to rotate around. We're cooking mid-January, bitches. That's a fact. Change it up every time, you know, and explore all the different ways that we could do it. I like it. Things are always going to react differently to each other. I like it. So you'd be like, today, you know, the house is going to represent this. And then we go from there. We make whatever we want. And the next time, you know, it'll be, it'll all be different. Like the representation will be different. Yeah. So we have options. I would like to still weave cosmic cooking into like our moon calls. So for example, when we have 
the moon and it's, you know, like right now it's in like pretty, pretty decent harmony or it's sextile Uranus, right? So what would that cooking look like? Cancer moon sextile Uranus, you know, it says that it brings positive change and excitement. So maybe this is a spicy dish. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So we have to imagine like, okay, well, what is cancer? Cancer is the home. It's the family. It's ancestry. So it's those comfort foods, you know, I think like, mm-hmm. I think like heavier foods, you know, like Uranus oh, is yeah. like, is bringing the punch and the flavor. So then we can talk about dishes that like are basically Cajun food. There we go. So basically what's happening in the sky right now is Cajun. Yeah. So, spicy Cajun food called on the sky. Exactly. <laughs> You know, this moon call was mm-hmm. symbolic of what the actual moon is supposed to be like, which is very light, very easy, not a whole lot to say. It's good. It's mm-hmm. simple. Relax. We got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the good change that's a coming. Yeah. You know? It's like, it's yeah. not one that's going to rock your world too much. It's a, it's a nice, <clears throat> yeah, a nice, easeful change. It's a change that we've all been waiting for, basically. Mm. I mean, it wasn't like on the news. <laughs> So it might not feel like it's very big, but it is a very big change and it's Mm. a very big ushering into a new era. And it's, Mm. it's a good one. It's a really fucking good one. Space cord, space cord. Inspired by our natal chart and sinistry readings of Britney Spears, space cord will now utilize Britney's gimme more in our moon introductions. All credit and thanks goes to Britney Spears and her constituents.